0: welcome to this week in lebanon warriors sports here on esp media powered by sidearm sports and we want to welcome lebanon to the esp media family and we believe warriors fans will get a lot out of and really enjoy this partnership beginning with the all new lebanonwarriors.com uh, each week we're going to discuss all things warrior sports with new athletic director keith pantling i'm jason griefer we're talking with Keith here today. and uh, Keith, good to have Lebanon on board here at ESP Media and congratulations to you for being the new athletic director there at a Lebanon high school and obviously it's been a very, very unique time for the entire world and much less athletic directors trying to get a season scheduled and executed. Uh, can you give Warriors fans some insight into uh, how that's gone since you've become the new ad uh, at lebanon and some of the things you've had to go through Mm -hmm. to try and make sure we have a fall sports season
1: yeah absolutely um i'm excited to be here obviously it's it's a unique time to say the least uh, especially taking over in terms of a transition as an ad so um you know coming in and and uh got calls right now i got to turn down there um (laughs) you know, taking over and and one, learning the lay of the land, getting schedules situated. And then on top of that, um, obviously the new restrictions, guidelines, uh, other things that are going on in terms of of COVID-19, it's been, uh, it's certainly been stressful to say the least, um, but a ton of great people here, great support, great coaches that have uh, welcomed me with open arms. And so we've been able to uh, work through everything, and uh communicate you know new information and uh get to where we are today which is which is playing uh the kids are out there we had a doubleheader friday night for uh, boys and girls soccer um golf and tennis are are up and running cross country starts this week and yeah. so um you know along with football so uh and volleyball so we're we're just uh we just keep chopping wood as i say and uh you know take it one day at a time uh, i certainly wish i could have gotten uh, deeper in the weeds with some of our winter and, and spring coaches by now. But um, considering the circumstances, they're very uh, understanding. And um, like I said, just taking it one day at a time to get these kids back in action right now.
0: And that seems like it's all we, any of us can do, because that's all we know is one, one day to the next. And it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, you're, you're the new athletic director there at Lebanon, the partnership now with ESP Media, and also the fact that You've changed conferences. Now Lebanon's a, a full-fledged member of the ECC. That was announced, uh, I believe, in November of uh, 2018. So it's been a long time coming, and now we're here. How have you seen, in your short time at Lebanon, that transition go into this brand-new conference?
1: Yeah, so interesting enough, um, when I was at Little Miami, I helped uh, you know see that through in terms of the transition for Little Miami as well. So um, I'm still in those meetings. I just changed shirt color, uh, so to speak and so i had an understanding of um all the planning that's gone into it moving to the 10 team conference have a great relationship with all of the ad's in that room um uh, so it's pretty seamless and obviously bill uh stewart who was here and moved on to hamilton yep. uh has been very very helpful with my transition so um it's been it's been pretty pretty uh easy to say the least um and uh i will say that uh i did ask it was a little bit of a different situation coming from the G Walk to to the ECC versus Little Miami coming from the SWAC to the ECC, and so kind of getting the lay of the land here. I asked pretty much everyone I ran into here their feelings on on moving conferences, and it's uh, it's interesting that whole uh, are we Cincinnati, are we Dayton dynamic here in Lebanon. So it was it was uh, it was pretty cool to get an understanding of um, some of the rivalries with the G Walk and now the new ones trying to form with the ECC, but. Certainly, a unique geographically a unique situation here that um, I think is a, is an advantage for us. I think we get to uh, dabble schedule wise with both areas and and hopefully get coverage from from both uh, media on both both ends for our kids.
0: There you go, and and especially during this unique time when everybody's looking for an outlet and a release from all the uh, the pandemic news to get those mm-hmm. kids a spotlight is uh, certainly a good thing and certainly a thing we're going to we're gonna do here uh, each and every week on this show. Uh, let's get into it. So let's start talking about some of these teams. Let's start on the gridiron. The football team is getting its way into the ECC coming this Friday against West Claremont, who finished third in the league a year ago. So, obviously, a pretty good opponent you're going to take on. But I just want to get your sense of, in, in seeing training and practices and talking to the coaching staff how excited are these kids just to get on the field and see somebody else in a different color jersey across the field
1: yeah they're beyond excited um and i actually uh, our head coach matt hopkins is right down the hall and, and we chat um regularly and they're just so excited to be playing um all the restrictions and things that get thrown at them they have a tremendous approach that this is an opportunity regardless of what it looks like they're excited about the opportunity so uh, obviously we've worked through some, some different things with quarantines and, and, um, and things like that um, since football has started and, and school started back up last week. And so it's been, uh, it's certainly been uncharted uh, territory to say the least and just taking every day as an opportunity and that's their approach. So I think they're just looking forward to playing on, on Friday night as well as the band and the cheerleaders.
0: Yeah. And to get everybody uh Back in the swing of things—that's a good thing as well. Uh, Cross country as well—you talked about them. They're they're kind of getting their season going, as really everybody uh, is. And uh, it's interesting talking and thinking about cross country. We tend to—I guess—the perception is more of it's—it's more of an individual sport than a team sport. Yes, everybody's going to start in a pack, and then everybody kind of spreads out. And what you've seen with the team in the summer workouts and heading into the school year. Have they had to, Have they been able to have more of a normal type of training season because they can be a little more socially distant than other sports like
1: football? Yeah, I, I would say that that they um, they didn't they didn't skip a beat as much as some of the others. Um, I think um, Coach Birkin and his staff do an unbelievable job of making it a family atmosphere. Um, so when you talk about a team, I think of it more as a team atmosphere. Um, than probably most when it comes to cross country, just because of the way they train, they spend hours on end uh, training. I mean, they're here some sometimes three hours um, doing their circuits and the, and the pre and post practice stuff that they have lined up is, is just awesome. We have a tremendous staff and a very competitive schedule coming up that um, we're still waiting to see which, which events get um, scaled down and which ones are still open to everybody. So, um, Kind of these, the schedule's still still up in the air, but they're definitely um, starting Saturday, and we're looking forward to getting them running.
0: Let's move on and talk about uh, girls tennis. You talk about uh, the the schedule that cross country had. Girls tennis has had a, a pretty tough schedule thus far. Got a couple of wins under their belt though, so we'd like to see it. They're right around the uh, the 500 mark there. What are you hoping to see from them as they move forward into the, really the heart of this uh, new ECC schedule?
1: Yeah, I just I just hope that they uh, just continue to have uh, a lot of fun. They're they're a great group, and um, just just keep chipping away as they get into the heart of that ECC schedule. Um, a lot of great tennis community, so it's certainly a a gauntlet um, to say the least in terms of tennis. But mm-hmm. great group, and um, they got a lot of home matches coming up that we're going to try to get some people out to support. So,
0: and uh, we certainly hope there are some people out there safe and socially distanced, yes, of course. Yes, there. yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely, there. So uh, let's move on. And another sport that kind of uh, athletes can kind of keep their distance a little bit there, and that's golf. Uh, both already in the swing of things there. Girls have had a really tough start of the season, but they've also played some really really strong teams. We've seen it. And taking a look at the schedule on lebanonwarriors.com. And uh, the boys, though, off to a off to a nice start uh, uh, on on their side. Since they're so early in the season, have you been able to kind of get familiar with some of the student athletes that are maybe? The, the ones that you're going to be keeping an eye on as the season goes along?
1: Uh, yeah, I think our, our, uh, our coaches have shared some different information with, with us in terms of, uh, um, you know, just how certain um, players are performing or what they're looking forward to or who's, who's kind of uh, excelled from years past. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't got to know all the players yet. I do know um, that Riley Johnson is a freshman on the girls team. Um, her dad is actually the coach of our boys team. Uh, she's a freshman and, and uh, had a couple had a great performance last week with a with a 41 at Wilmington Elks and um, shot a 78 at the ECC preview. So um, really looking for big things from her. And then um, Owen Maccabee on the boys side was uh, named our student athlete of the week um, on the male side here at school. Um, he had a great round in the preseason preview as well. So I think you know you know golf's much like anything you got to play. And I think. Um, like like most other teams, though, you're gonna you need to peak at the right time, and they'll just continue to chip chip away and and uh, hone their hone their game, hone their craft, so to speak, as we uh, approach the postseason.
0: No different with any sport there, and uh, same kind of thing with the soccer teams. They got the, got off to a good start uh, this past weekend against Edgewood. There, let's talk about the girls first. They win six 0 and uh, Danny Hicks just decided she yeah. was she was bored last year. And just yeah. decides to go out and, and throw out a hat trick uh, in the season opener. And after matching her total from all of last year, she did it in the opener with three goals and also had the assist there. Uh, what a performance from her. I mean, that's got to be happy. you got to be pretty thrilled. And seeing a, your first job, at the first venture as an AD there. She goes out and throws a hat trick for you. Uh, how important is she going to be if this team wants to compete in a very, very good ECC league?
1: Yeah, she's a tremendous player. I think there's a whole slew of great players. I think uh, Aaron uh, Edmonds, our head coach, does a phenomenal job. Uh, they bring tremendous energy. You can just tell the culture of that program is one that um, has high expectations, high standards. Um, they're committed to, to having a successful season. And so um, it was great watching them. I saw them practice and practice and practice and couldn't wait to see them uh, out there playing. And, and um, it was a consistent you know, through all the substitutions and everything, it was a consistent, I mean, those six goals weren't early. They weren't all late. They just, they just keep putting the pressure on throughout the duration of the game. Um, And so uh, I love the grit that they play with. So it was really enjoyable watching them on Friday.
0: Is that part of what you've seen as far as the game plan goes, just to consistently put that pressure on your opponent and kind of wear on them for the duration?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. I, I haven't seen enough of their games. Obviously, we're just one in, but um, it seems to have – they have that type of mentality. I don't know if that's an annual thing or just this group in particular, but um, just a, a lot of fun to watch. I'm looking forward to following their season.
0: No doubt. And uh, volleyball also getting its season going over the weekend. Fell in a tough one to St. Ursula, but everybody in this area knows St. Ursula always has an excellent volleyball team. So, uh, But they're uh, back in action this coming week. They'll take on Turpin to kick off ECC play. Very good squad last season, you know, 20-4, and four, won the won a GWAC division title. Now they move into the ECC. From what you have seen and in talking to your coaching staff, do you feel like this is a team that can contend right away at the top of the ECC?
1: Well, I certainly think our our, uh, our team and coaches, um, that's a goal of theirs is to be up there. Um, I think uh, our coach, in talking with him just yesterday, has a ton of respect for the Turpin program. Um, and, and even mention them as being the team to beat. Um, so coming right out of the gate, we're gonna, we're gonna be playing them tomorrow uh, on Tuesday. So, um, you know, I think what I love most about this program just coming in and having fresh eyes is how uh, Coach Crofton and his staff go out and schedule the best, as you mentioned, playing St. Ursula uh, on Saturday. Um, they have three of the top four teams in the city, I believe, on their schedule this year in the non-conference. And they, wanted, they want to set those high standards and expectations and, and go play uh, the best of the best. So love the program, uh, similar to what I mentioned with soccer, just the way they compete, um, the culture they have, the way they practice, uh, their approach and their their uh, commitment to preparation mm-hmm. is uh, second to none. So really looking forward to getting things started and I'll get to see them for the first time tomorrow. So.
0: Does that give you a shot in the arm as the new uh, new man on the job there? Again, we just started back in July to see that these teams, like soccer, volleyball, you know, the other ones, are tennis, cross country, they're willing to go out and embrace the best of the best in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas. Does that give yeah, you a shot in the
1: arm? It certainly helps when I'm when I'm trying to schedule games and I don't have to – you know, they don't have to say no. You know, we can go <laughs> out and I can just look for the best teams and if they want to play, we'll play them. Um, mm-hmm. So that – that's pretty uh pretty cool deal when you're sitting in my chair so um you know and that's across the board we we didn't talk much about boys soccer but they're the same way um they got their yeah. win Friday against Edgewood they'll they'll play anybody anywhere too so um just just remarkable coaching staff so um happy to be here and keep things rolling
0: yeah no doubt and uh, lastly before we let you go here Uh, this week this has obviously been an interesting time and as we talked about the top of the show we're trying to put a schedule together we want everybody to be safe we talked about the girls tennis has matches coming up want fans out there uh, as as much as we can but also as, as safely as we can in getting acclimated to the area and around the student athletes and their families and having those types of conversations how do you feel like they're embracing this pandemic era that we're in and what i mean by that is how are they embracing idea of masks, social distancing, limited attendance, especially uh, at these sporting events. What's
1: the vibe? Well, I think, um, I think the overall um, consensus is that um, people want to see their kids play. And with the, with the venues limited to parents only, I think there's even a heightened awareness that, that they get the sensitivity surrounding the, the compliance um, mm-hmm. with, with these protocols. So, um, for instance, we just had our first event Friday night with the doubleheader in soccer, and Mm -hmm. obviously it's limited to family members and parents who understand how important it is. So we had had, uh, compliance from top to bottom, uh, and we actually made mention of that and thanked the parents, uh, even from visiting Edgewood. I mean, everybody was on board, wearing their masks, uh, sitting on the dots where they're supposed to be sitting. Uh, We made reminders on the PA, but uh, we continue to remind the kids that their compliance with all of this is is going to make or break this uh, especially as more and more schools get get back into school uh into mm-hmm. the school day so um their compliance is key and we can't thank the parents enough for their compliance but we'll continue to to push um you know push out communications reminding parents of what's expected and um with the limited capacities it does make it easier to naturally sit apart and do things like that but mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think overall, everyone's just happy to be out there playing and, and create that sense of normalcy. I know our soccer players, it, they they referred to it as, as Christmas Eve the night before the game when I stopped over there. And they said, you know, they hadn't been on a field in six months. And that was yeah. from their club season and things. But I mean, that's a long time to you put yourself back at that age. And that's all you know, you've been playing since you were, you know, five, six years old, uh, a couple seasons a year. And, and all of a sudden, you take a sabbatical like that. So Um, from our vantage point just really rewarding and I think parents feel the same that they're playing.
0: Absolutely and it uh, kind of feels like Christmas day for us here at ESP Media. We're getting to talk sports again and Mm -hmm. we're happy to have Lebanon as part of the ESP Media family. Uh, Keith congratulations on the new job. Congratulations on getting a fall sports schedule together and uh, looking forward to talking more Warrior Sports in the weeks to come.
1: Yeah if I can just say one more thing in closing I'm not sure when this is going to end up being posted but I just wanted to to let our parents know we are working through uh, the ticketing information and getting it out to you. Uh, We have some meetings coming up as it relates to football. Uh, There's some conference protocols we have to follow. We have to get some approval from the county in terms of what our total number for capacity is. So just bear with us as we're getting uh, ticket information out. We're also requiring everything to be online. and so uh, there's nothing, no no transactions at the gate. So getting some of that back end stuff set up before we can get it out to you, uh, we appreciate your patience. And again, at the end of the day, this is about getting the kids on the field and, and uh, we're going to do that. And we want you to be there. You will be there. We just uh, have to work through some things before we get it in your inbox. So,
0: Absolutely. Uh, Keith, appreciate the time. We'll talk again next week.
1: You got it. Thanks a lot,
0: Jason. Absolutely. That is new Lebanon Athletic Director, Keith Pantling, talking to us here on the fall 2020 premiere of This Week in Lebanon Warrior Sports here on lebanonwarriors.com and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.